Welcome to Cath Lab Conversations. I'm Rebecca Kapoor, Managing Editor with Cath Lab Digest, and today we're talking with Mark Toth, Vice President of Cardiovascular Services at Atlas Healthcare Partners, about his experience working to open and manage cardiovascular ambulatory surgical centers, or ASCs, with Banner Health, based in Phoenix, Arizona, which also operates several ASCs across multiple states. This podcast is sponsored by Philips OBL and ASC Solutions. Thank you for joining us. My name is Mark Toth. I am with Atlas Healthcare Partners, and I'm the Vice President of Cardiovascular Services. Atlas was founded about four years ago when Banner Health System decided that they needed help with their surgery center strategy. At that point, Banner had about eight active ambulatory surgery centers in the Phoenix market, and really they were struggling. And Banner had looked to align with another surgery center development company to build out their strategy. Arizona is a non-certificate of need state, so it's very easy to stand up surgery centers. And Banner understood the future out-migration of all services were going to go to the surgery center site of service. And they could have sat still and watched competitors open surgery centers, or they could have taken an offensive strategy and built surgery centers. So Atlas was formed about four years ago, and Banner and Atlas's strategy is to open about 50 surgery centers over the next few years. We currently have 27 active surgery centers. Of those 27, two of them are cardiovascular only centers. And in the future, we plan on having about six cardiovascular centers as joint venture centers with Banner. And when we say joint ventures, that means Atlas and Banner own a portion of the center, and we syndicate the rest of the shares to cardiologists, vascular surgeons, sometimes some radiologists. But these centers are fully cardiovascular centers. Banner's big picture strategy is to provide value-based care to patients and to their million-plus lives that they insure through their Aetna Banner Health Plan. So they look at it as benefiting patients with lower copays, providers get to invest in a surgery centers, and payers, both Medicare and private payers, get a reduced cost site of service for care for their patients. So that's the big picture strategy is surgery centers are coming to Banner's market. Banner wanted to be a leader and the cardiovascular centers, especially with PCI being added in 2020, we really feel that's a watershed moment in the out-migration of cardiovascular care. And therefore Banner wants to be on the cutting edge by standing up these centers, inviting employed cardiologists and independent cardiologists. And I think that's really a key strategic initiative. Banner views the relationship with employed cardiologists and their opportunity to invest in a surgery center as both recruitment and retention. As they recruit new cardiologists to come work for the health system, they offer them the opportunity to buy into a surgery center. So it's a great recruitment tool. And then for retention for their existing employed cardiologists, it's a way to retain them with opportunities to invest. And I don't want to say more importantly, but importantly for independent physicians, it's the opportunity to align with the independent physicians. So alignment in Banner's mindset is market share gain. If an independent physician is working at multiple centers and he or she can invest and align with Banner, Banner could put that cardiologist in their 
high value network, their insurance plan. They could connect them with a PCP network that Banner has. And in theory, allow them to buy into the surgery center and also bring more cases to their hospitals. So the alignment strategy is very important that they're gaining market share, providing value-based care and aligning with the independent physicians in the market. What were some of the barriers or challenges that Banner faced? There are lots of, of road bumps or speed bumps I think number one is the fear of the big health system. The big health system is big and evil and bureaucratic and I'm independent and I don't wanna join that health system. And that, that, that mindset I think exists with any big health system. It's a love-hate relationship. So that led many cardiologists to DIY, to do it themselves. I don't need Banner. I'm just gonna build my own surgery center. And there are many of them, cardiovascular surgery centers in Arizona. I think we lead the, the nation in number of independently owned surgery centers. I can tell you this, we also probably lead the country in the number of failed independent surgery centers. We've purchased one and we're in the process of purchasing another do-it-yourself physician-owned center that, that failed. They're very difficult to do. Banner learned that as a health system trying to open and manage them themselves and they struggled. Independent physicians oftentimes think they can do it themselves. I want to own 100%. I don't want a health system partner. And they get two, three years into it and they're over budget and they're behind schedule and their administrator is wigged out because he or she doesn't know how to open surgery centers and they hire consultants. It's a really tough road to handle on your own. So I think that the concern is I don't want to partner with the health system. I want to own 100%. The reality, two, three, sometimes four years into it is, wow, this is hard and I need help. And at that point, we can come in and acquire a center or partner with a center or other companies can do the same. But I think those are the hesitations. They think they can do it themselves and they're fearful of the health system partner. But if I can expand on that, I think one of the ways to consider a joint venture with a health system, the biggest way in my opinion, is risk mitigation. If you do it yourself, and, and I know for a fact that some of these cardiologists have second mortgages on their houses and personal guarantees on multi-million dollar loans, there's a lot of risk to do it on your own. These centers cost five to $10 million to stand up. It's not an OBL where you buy a mobile C-arm and you stick in the back of your office. This is building a small hospital. So I think the partnership with a joint venture comes down to risk mitigation, access to patients, access to managed care contracts, and I'll, I'll talk more about that in a second, and access to vendor relationships that the health systems have and can drive prices. The managed care contracts, I know for sure if an independent center calls Blue Cross of name your state, they're probably going to get a rate of about 100 to 110% of Medicare. With our banner rates, we're, we're double that because we have the banner muscle and the banner skills to negotiate managed care contracts. So that lift in revenue is enormous. And a do-it-yourself cardiology-owned surgery center will, will never get rates that a health system can get. So if you partner with your health system and you can put aside your differences and your, your struggles and whatever issues you've had with your health system, it's going to mitigate your risk. They'll typically prevent you from having to personally guarantee your loan. They have access to capital at a much lower rate than the doctors will. And then they have managed care contracts, provider contracts, expertise in building, and they have property and they have construction. They have a lot of things that the average cardiology practice just doesn't have. How did Banner choose the locations to open their new cardiovascular ASCs? That's a great question because that's evolved. I think four years ago when we started this venture, the objective was to put a cardiovascular center on campus next to the hospital. So in theory, you could transient across the parking lot. 
And for a variety of reasons that that hasn't come to fruition, but we're near the campuses. So I think big picture, the strategy and Banner's service line director, their executive team, their chief strategy officer, their local hospital CEOs, very engaged with strategically determining where these centers should, should go. So it's not willy nilly, hey, there's a building here. It's been very strategic with their long-term plans, with their insured lives, in what part of Phoenix or Tucson or Northern Colorado are their insured lives where we can shift those patients to the site of service that we want. Where are their independent physicians where we want to gain market share and allow them to invest? So there was a lot of strategy and moving parts that went into where the centers are located. Um, acquisitions have been a good opportunity. As I mentioned before, we've purchased two existing centers that lined up with us strategically and geographically and demographically. So boom, it made sense. Let's make an offer and, and buy that center. We're building some de novo centers where we start from scratch. And, and again, that's based on where the cardiologists are, whether they're employed or independent. So a lot of strategy and Banner is blessed to have a very strong chief strategy officer who sees 10 years down the road where the market is growing. I'm a hockey guy. So where the puck is going to be in which market, where payers are going to be, where the cardiologists are going to be. And we've really got a big long-term 10-year strategy of where to put these centers. How did Atlas become involved with Banner and what type of support do you offer? The conversation four years ago was with Banner and a couple of national surgery center development companies. One of them sold a tenant and tenant is a hospital company and competes with Banner. So that company was no longer an option. One of them sold to SCA, which is an insurance company. So that company was no longer an option. So Banner went to some key executives from those companies and started Atlas and said, we need expertise in developing, growing, recruiting, and then managing these centers. They're way different than a hospital. So Atlas was formed based on, based on what happened with those other two national players. And we're now up to almost 1,000 employees in, in 27 centers. What we do is we find the market strategically, as I mentioned earlier, recruit the physicians, employed and independents. We have a team of business development managers who recruit physicians. And then we have a team of attorneys and IT professionals and design and construction and architects. So we're full service from the ground up. We can find a site and build it. We can acquire a site and convert it. Once it's syndicated, which means we sell all the shares. So we put together all the legal documents, the term sheet, the operating agreement, the management agreement, all the legal documents that one would need to sign to invest, and we take over management. So we have a team that does everything from clinical compliance to Medicare certification, to legal issues, to IT, and then we do revenue cycle management, really the lifeblood of your surgery centers, your rev cycle management, your coding, billing, and collecting. We handle all that with a team that sits in Phoenix, Arizona. We don't outsource it. We do it right in Phoenix, and all of those details are handled essentially with one partner. If you do it yourself and you consult with an IT firm and you consult with a design firm and you consult with a rev cycle firm and you consult with a compliance and life safety firm, you're really spread out. With us, we do all that. So if you were to partner with a company like ours, it's, it's one-stop shop and one point of contact to get you from site selection through design and construction, through Medicare accreditation, and then to what we call commercialization and first patient, which is clinical readiness, appropriate use criteria, policies and procedures, and then scheduling procedures, revenue cycle management. So beginning to end, uh, we do everything. 
do you make decisions about which industry vendors will equip and support your cardiovascular ASCs? That's a really good question. The short answer is Banner has amazing relationships with all their vendors, but we're a separate company and we have a separate procurement team. We have separate contracts from Banner. So we've been forging our own partnerships and preferred vendor relationships. I really feel, and I think I speak for the company, that the vendors bring an amazing amount of of experience, market knowledge, and partnership. We'd like to have one person to call at a company and say, hey, we're building two centers in this city, and we need help with design and construction and imaging equipment. So that preferred vendor is more than just best pricing. I mean, best pricing is, is obviously expected, but we really see more in a vendor relationship than just whittling down a price on a uh, C-arm or a stent or a pacemaker. Market intelligent, if we're going to move into a market in Florida or Georgia or Virginia that we don't know the market, those industry partners typically have amazing relationships and they know which doctor is aligned with which system and which doctor is here and there. So we can really glean a lot of market intelligence from our vendor partners. So essentially those are done through Atlas. They may align with the same partner Banner has, but really we're different. We're a different model. You know, we're kind of built for speed. (laughs) You know, our turnaround time in a room is six minutes. So, you know, we want to do 12 cases a day in a cath lab. In a hospital, maybe not so much. So we've got different objectives as far as how we do things and our speed to market, what cases we can do. They're doing structural heart cases and long CTOs and complicated cases, and, and we're not, right? We're doing more straightforward cases and our turn time is important. So there is a lot of technology out there that can help us with that and uh, finding a partner to help us with systems integration from an IT perspective. We're doing PACS, we're doing HEMO, we're doing ultrasound, we're doing IBIS. We've got a lot of technologies that we need to have a partner. Again, one phone call to say, hey, I'm buying this center in this town. It has this type of system and this type of PACS. Help us with system integration. That's really key. And the right vendor partner can help us get to where we want to go. So we look at a company like Philips as a great partner a, their Symphony Suite team is the market leader in the outpatient site of service. OBLs and ASCs, they're the market share leader. B, they've got the equipment we need from HEMO to IBIS to, to best-in-class fixed and mobile systems. And C, we look bigger than just CV. We're buying C-arms for every ortho center we open. How do you decide whether a fixed versus a mobile system is preferable in a cardiovascular ASC? It's really a clinical decision. So when we talk about equipment, fixed and mobile units always becomes the hot topic. Of which do we need? I think that really depends on the mix of cases you have. If, for example, we syndicate a center and 10 of the 12 investors are interventional cardiologists and there are only two EP doctors, we probably would need two fixed systems because we'll be doing a lot of diagnostic casts and PCI. We can do a lot of the EP implants, and we can even do PAD on a mobile unit. So I think roughly a two-room center, in theory, would have one fixed and one mobile, but it depends on the mix. So I think there's a lot of sweet spot and finessing how many docs we have, what kind of cases we'll be doing, and whether or not we need one or two units. As you know, the difference in cost between a fixed and a mobile is dramatic. And if we can, I hate to say it this way, get by with a mobile unit to put in all of our EP implants, then uh, we can use a mobile system in one of the rooms, maybe two of the rooms, depends on the mix. Does Atlas predominantly partner with hospitals and hospital systems, or do you also partner with physicians to open joint ventures 
or independent ownership? Yeah, that's a great question. We work with both. So our Atlas Banner now Spectrum joint venture is a great model, as I described earlier, how it partners with employed and independent positions, the risk mitigation. It's a great model. However, we realize there's, a, there's still 25 or 30 percent of the market that's independent, and we're absolutely engaged and involved in some de novo centers with independent groups and with an existing center or two that may be for sale. So we feel like we're a full service company servicing both employed and independent joint venture and standalone centers. I'll I'll make one comment on the independent centers too. What we really like to think through in an independent opportunity are the exit strategies. And I think most physicians do too. I learned from an attorney who does a lot of our deals. One of the first questions to ask is, where do you want to be in five or 10 years? A lot of cardiologists are so interested in, the rates are good right now. I want to do cases today. Okay, today's great. And we want to get you open as soon as possible. But where do you want to be in year four, six, eight, and 10? Do you want to run this in perpetuity? Do you want to open four of them in your market? Do you want to flip this to the healthcare system or to a national company? So really thinking through today where you want to be in 10 years is probably more important than just rushing to get open as quickly and cheaply as possible. It's really thinking strategically. And I think that's where a company like ours can help think through that strategy of, okay, we want to run this forever. We're four docs and we're just going to run this forever. Okay, great. Here are things we should consider. Or, hey, what if we build this? Could we flip it and sell it to the health system in a few years? That might be a good exit. Or I just want to make a lot of money and sell this to private equity in a few years. Sure. That's also a strategy. So understanding that before you proverbially put a shovel in the ground, where do you build it? How many rooms? How big? With whom do you partner? It really matters on where you want to be, not necessarily next year, but where you want to be long term. What are the ages of your partners? Are all of you doctors in your late 50s, early 60s? That's a different strategy than a group of docs that are in their late 30s, early 40s. So a lot of things to consider. What are the hopes for these new ASCs and how does Banner and Atlas define success? I can speak a little bit to Banner first. So the way they define success is, as I, as I think I mentioned earlier, it's alignment with independent positions, it's recruitment and retention, and it's market share gain. And finally, I should have put this first, is, is providing a value-based site of service for their insured lives. That now we've got inpatient, HOPD hospital outpatient, we've got surgery centers. So we've got a multitude of sites of service that have different cost points and, and co-pays and payment schedules that we can offer our patients. So that's, I think, how Banner would define success. For us, I think it's very similar. I'd like to use the three Ps, payers, providers, and patients. So patients win in a surgery center because they have a comfortable, convenient site of service. Their co-pay is dramatically less. Providers get to win because they have some equity in the center. They have a little more control, uh, don't necessarily have the hospital breathing down their neck on what wire and what balloon and what stent they can use. They've got a little more autonomy. And then payers love it. Medicare is obviously shifting cases to the surgery center because Medicare sees it as a value-based site of service. And private payers love it too, uh, because they can offer their patients a a lower cost site of service. So those to me would be our criteria for success. And I think Banner would measure it very similarly. Do you have any recommendations for those considering cardiovascular ASCs? These are hard to build. They're expensive. They're time consuming. The legal aspect of it is is very nuanced. There are stark laws about who can and who can't vest eligible. Physician eligibility is key. 
So I would recommend if you're considering a surgery center that you consult a professional. Um, it's a long haul. I don't mean to be critical, but your practice administrator can't do this. <laughs> he or she is very busy running your practice. And a lot of physicians are like, oh, I'll just have my administrator do it. There's a lot to put on their plate. So consider a joint venture model. I don't want to say it's the future because the independent centers are vibrant, but the joint venture model for everything I mentioned before makes a lot of sense for the health system, for everybody involved. And there's still plenty of uh, distributions to go around if you don't own 100%. Our thanks to Mark Toth, Vice President of Cardiovascular Services at Atlas Healthcare Partners, for today's discussion, sponsored by Philips OBL and ASC Solutions, and our thanks to you for listening. To learn more, please visit philips.com slash symphony suite.